Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Puck Poolies Podcast with Matt Larkin and Stephen Ellis. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of the Puck Poolies podcast. It's Matt Larkin here with Stephen Ellis, as always. And this is our playoff pool spectacular, Stephen. Not to be confused with advice for your fantasy playoffs. This is pool that is for the playoffs. That's what we're talking about today. And Stephen, before we get into that, just give me a quick update. How did you make out? Is your league over? How did your team do this year? Well, we're on week two of our championship, and uh, it started off with uh, not a great start. I was losing after the first two days, but it started to progress very well. Things were looking good, and then it helped that my opponent, who has uh, McDavid, did not play him on Saturday, which, don't know if you knew, that was a big name for him, three points. So uh, that was very good for me, and uh, I made a mistake and uh, put Demko in the lineup last night when he wasn't playing, and my other goalies were like Devin Levi, and, but that's okay. So far, it looks like the projected still, but another 60-point uh, victory for me, and I still have two more roster spots to make, so I'm going to be saving those to the last minute. All right. Well, we'll find out on the next episode if Steven ends up being the champion, but let's launch it in now to some playoff talk, and we're going to do it a little differently for this episode, okay? So, I think it's really important in pools, you're not always prioritizing players, you're prioritizing teams. So we're going to talk about some teams that I think we should be targeting. All right, well, let's start off with a very obvious one, considering they have two of the best players in the world, and that is the Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Edmonton Oilers proved last year in the playoffs that they don't even have to go that far to carry you in a playoff pool. We saw what Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl did. They played two rounds and then four games of the third round, and they were absolutely dominant. You could see Connor McDavid almost win a Conn Smythe trophy if he gets 
to you know deeper into a third round series doesn't even necessarily make the final that's how many points he's going to get so in my opinion for that reason alone you should be loading up on Edmonton Oilers not just of course McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl we're talking Zach Hyman Evander Kane the list goes on and on you can go deeper down the lineup Ryan Nugent Hopkins get as many as you can especially because the Pacific Division bracket is not too scary it's still the weakest in the NHL in my opinion so it's not inconceivable the Oilers emerge from that bracket again and make it to the Western Conference Final for a second year in a row so to me I think it's there are years where you know the best players in fantasy aren't necessarily the top picks in playoff pools I don't think that's the case this time I think McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl should be the top two picks all right the team that beat them last year to make it to the Stanley Cup final and obviously they won it the Colorado Avalanche a bit of a different situation this year they're not as strong as they were a year ago but they're still the Colorado Avalanche that's right. The Avalanche seem to be peaking late. Obviously, we have to keep a very close eye on Kale McCarr's injury status, but they're slowly getting healthy-ish in time for the playoffs. Suddenly, they're looking like they could win the Central Division, which could obviously get them an easier opponent in the first round of the playoffs as well, which is very important. And I still think the Avs, just talent-wise, if they're relatively healthy or even 90% healthy, have as good a shot as anyone to go all the way to the final again. We've seen, of course, obviously the superstars Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen having great years again, both over 100 points. But if you're looking at even depth additions, obviously our Terry Lekkinen, guys like that were really good in the playoffs last year. You can always consider Gabriel Landeskog a sleeper if he's going to be back in the lineup, dropped in there just in time for the playoffs. So the Avs, of course, a team to target in your playoff pool. All right. The Dallas Stars is a team we've talked about a lot on this show this year because, you know, they got a good young core and they look like a team on the upswing. So Dallas Stars. That's right. So the Dallas Stars, to me, uh, I'm barring anything crazy happening in the next week. I'm probably going to pick them to reach the Stanley Cup final to represent the Western Conference. I just think they have all the ingredients, especially the three pillar system. You have the superstar goalie and Jake Ottinger, the elite defenseman and Mira Heiskanen, the superstar forward and Jason Robertson. Based on that, sort of team structure i think a lot of stanley cup champions are built the same way i think they have what it takes to go all the way so i would be targeting stars whether it's that entire top line with jason robertson also rupe hints joe pavelski even the depth second line guys like jamie ben who's had a great year mira heiskanen and i think jake ottinger you can make a case is as good a pick as any goalie in net for the fantasy playoffs all right and this one's an obvious one for obvious reasons the boston bruins Yes, we don't have to overthink this one. Yes, it's possible that the Bruins choke. We've seen when teams have set or tied the wins record in the past, they did not win the Stanley Cup. But I just think this Boston Bruins team is not built that way. They have some Stanley Cup winners on the roster that aren't going to be mentally soft and choke it away. 2018-19 Lightning did before the Cup experience. So to me, the Bruins, at minimum, they're going to win a round. They're probably going to win more than run one round. They are statistically the most dominant regular season team ever. And they're sneaky deep. You know, when you have guys like Taylor Hall possibly on the third line for the playoffs, you know this is a deep team. So I think it's a decent strategy to really load up on Bruins, go deep down that lineup, and add guys, of course, Linus Ulmark. I think if I'm going to do some rankings, which I will, I think Ulmark, just based on the Bruins record, is probably going to have to be the number one ranked fantasy goalie for the playoffs. And then there's the New York Rangers, the team that when they drafted Lafreniere, I tweeted out that they'd win the 2024 Stanley Cup. So that's next year. And, you know, Lafreniere, I expect to be a bit better. But this is a year that we still expect them to do quite well. 
Yeah, the New York Rangers were my preseason pick to win the Stanley Cup. I just think they have such an elite collection of high-end talent, and I think that's very fantasy-friendly, whether it's you know Adam Fox, Igor Shosturkin, or Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, the, the list goes on and on. Uh, so I do think if you're confident in the Rangers, then you could have a strategy to load up on them. I think they're still a little bit flawed. They're not a perfect team. Defensively, they have their moments. Uh, but I do think they're a team because they have so much high-end talent that they could make it one or two rounds and still accrue a lot of fantasy value. I wouldn't necessarily be loading up on every single Ranger the way I might do it with Boston or Colorado or Edmonton, but I think it would be wise to have a couple Rangers on your roster. So the one team I noticed you didn't mention was Tampa Bay Lightning. And I think maybe just this year compared to the last couple of years, it just I don't think the kind of the general consensus is uh, people are really – confident about this group compared to the previous years and then you're going up against a toronto team that yes has never seemed to win a, they, basically since i followed hockey they have not won a playoff round um but you know the, it's still the tampa bay lightning yeah and i do think it's possible that everyone's sleeping on them again but it's more in their case when you're making your playoff pool picks, it's really important to just look at a team's path. And that's why I like the Edmonton Oilers so much. So yes, it's possible the Lightning defy the odds and make a crazy run again. But if you're picking a lot of Lightning players and sort of putting your eggs in that basket, it means you're picking them to not just beat the Leafs, but probably to beat the Bruins to get to that third round. And I just don't think Tampa quite has the horses this year. They've been banged up at various, various points all throughout the year. They keep having to throw bodies overboard every year. They're shrinking that cup winning roster because they have those cap casualties. So I don't think they're quite as fearsome as they were a year ago. It's still possible they beat the Leafs, but I can't see them beating the Bruins this time around. All right. So that's enough of looking at the playoff team targets. Are you ready to look at specific player targets? Let's do it. All right. This is one that, uh, again, an Oakville uh, uh, Oakville native, Evan Bouchard of the Edmonton Oilers, a guy that, yeah, you know, <laughs> the, the opportunity since uh, Tyson Berry was traded has been very good to him. I'm basing these pickups on their regular season ownership just to give you an how they might be drafted or whether they'll be available in certain drafts. So for a shallow league pickup, what I'm saying is if you're in a pool where you're only picking 10 guys or something, maybe this is a player that might be picked near the end of the draft. So Evan Bouchard, 34% available in Yahoo ran as predicted since the Oilers got rid of Tyson B. Bouchard that key role is the right shot power back and he's been fantastic fantasy 17 points in his last 17 games so it's not inconceivable if the Oilers do go on this deep run that I think they're capable of there's a scenario in which Bouchard leads all defensemen in scoring in the playoffs so he's a fantasy defenseman you want for sure all right going over to Boston Tyler Bertuzzi a guy that's been a lot of fun to watch so since he's been traded there yeah, so I said earlier that the Bruins, because they're so stacked, they're going to be valuable even if you're dipping into the second and third line. Bertuzzi, because the Bruins have been juggling their lineup a bit, he's gotten some time on the second line. He's been really good lately, 13 points in 15 games. It's possible if David Krejci's back, then Pavel Zaka slides back over to the left wing and you have Bertuzzi dropping to the third line. But either way, I think he's proven himself to be a valuable piece of the puzzle. And he's available 70% 70, 70 of the league, so this is more like a, a, a pool where you're having at least 12 teams, maybe you're picking 15 players, something like that, and you're looking for deeper down your bench someone who isn't necessarily going to light the world on fire but is a solid player who might go deep and Bertuzzi fits that profile all right and the deep league pickup uh the newest rich man in the New York Rangers Philip Edel 
Philip Heedle, uh, if you remember last season, he might have been a really nice end game pick for someone, especially in goals heavy formats. Playing on the third line, he had seven goals, gave the Rangers a nice lift as they made it to the third round of the playoffs. And yes, it's true that he is kind of locked into a third line role at the moment. Again, we're talking about a deep league pickup here. He's available in 76% of regular season Yahoo leagues right now. So you're not necessarily looking for top six forwards this deep. And again, if you believe in the Rangers, they can go far in the playoffs. Heedle, 22 goals, breakout season so far. And you know that kid line is likely going to be his deployment with Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco. They had some moments in the playoffs. They're going to get insulated matchups. You're still probably going to see Heedle playing second unit power play as well. So I think he's a sleeper if you're looking for goals late in your draft. Okay. Speaking, like you mentioned how he was a third line player, and that's kind of how he'll continue to be. That kind of works with our tip of the week, which is, you know, a third liner and a good team can still be more valuable than a top six guy on a bad team. That's right. And this is maybe the most important thing to remember during your playoff draft. And I'm going to give you a little factoid here, Stephen. Arteri Lekkonen, Andrew Kopp, and Frank Vitrano last year had more points in the playoffs than Sidney Crosby, Matthew Kachuk, and Austin Matthews. So you really have to pay attention to the team more than the player. A superstar player might only get you seven points or something if he's on a team that isn't going deep so to me if you're trying to break ties you have to prioritize sometimes it's a role player or middle six forward someone like that's going to go deep just based on pure volume 13 points in 20 games is going to be worth more to you than a great player who gets nine points in six games in the first round so i'm not saying you need to take our terry Leckett over austin matthews but i'm just saying you have to reconsider the trajectory of the team and it's possible if you lose the Leafs as an example, if you're not confident that they're going to make it through, you got to look at a player who's maybe a tier two and pick them before a tier one player on a team that has a really difficult path. See, I like that. The I've, I've mentioned a few times before, but back in 2010, we, I was in a pool. It was a bigger pool. I want to say it was 12 teams. And one of the guys on there picked like the entire Montreal Canadiens roster because that was the only team he really knew. He wanted to just do it for fun. Well, that was the year the Halak went on his run, was making all those 40 save games. Well, he won the pool despite having no players in the championship <laughs> just because the Canadians <laughs> got him so many points. Now, betting on the eighth place team and eighth seeded team to go out there and do that is obviously not ideal and not really recommended but uh he bought into a team that he knew and he believed in as a result and uh, he won the pool because of it i like it and that's going to come into play later when we talk about our, our betting segment but before we do that steven uh we're we're, we're coming along it's going to be a brisk episode again this is more your your playoff helper type of episode and we're going to talk, talk some prospects so who is a prospect you have your eye on that could actually prove to be relevant in the playoff fantasy pools. So, you know, it's tough because a lot of times you'll get these guys that will come in and from the, from junior, from college or whatever, and they'll go out there and they'll play kind of minor roles. They're just trying to, there's no real threat of anything going wrong there. But in this case, Luke Hughes can play a very big part in the New Jersey Devils. You know, the Devils have a very good, uh, blue line. They've been obviously one of the better teams in the league this year, but going in there and, and, and what Hughes can do, he can move the puck. He's going to get you a lot of power play points. Like if anything, that's probably the thing that's most valuable for you down the line with the fluke Hughes. It's just how good um, he is from the point. And, you know, he'll be passing to the guy he's very familiar with in, in Jack Hughes, his brother. Um, I've played road hockey with those two guys. They have some good chemistry as you would hope, but with, with Hughes, he can, he can hit, he can, uh, make gets a ton of assists. He can shoot the puck. Again, one of the best playmaking defensemen. Like to me, I'd say he is the most. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Exciting. Uh, currently drafted prospect in the NHL right now and uh, maybe not the best. You know, there's still some of the defensive issues, but when it comes to uh, your own zone play, that doesn't typically matter in fantasy hockey. What matters is points and he can get that. He'll go out there, block shots, hit. He can do kind of everything else. So I do like what he brings to the table. The New Jersey Devils have a very special player in him and, you know, it's an exciting time for the devils. And like, if you, if you were a fan of the devils, you probably watched a lot of university of Michigan games this year. Well, they had him, they had Seamus Casey and Ethan Edwards. And those are three of the most fun defensemen to watch in the big 10 conference this year. Seamus Casey is so underrated. I think he's going to be a very big player in the NHL. He's, um, he, he loves to rush the puck kind of like Luke Hughes. Let's say he's a bit more of a safer player, but uh, you know, we saw him score one of the best goals of the, uh, the frozen four. That was really cool to see how he deked out everybody there. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this right now and saying the devils are going to use Luke Hughes. And I think the devil's fans are going to benefit from having him there and in your fantasy team. Yeah, it could be sort of reminiscent of, I think it was 2019, the 2018-19 playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, when Kale McCarr got thrust in there as a rookie. We saw it with Chris Kreider as well as a forward in 2012 playoffs. And with the Devils, they're interesting to me because if you look at their analytics, like they've been a really consistently dominant team all year long. It's really based, it comes down to, do you believe that, let's say, for example, the Devils end up playing the Rangers. Can Vitek Vanacek outduel Igor Shosturkin? It's going to come down to that. But if you believe that, the Devils have a lot of the components of a team that can go far. So Luke Hughes could be a nice late-round sleeper as someone who could come cheap if you're in a casual duel and they're not really paying attention to the kids yet. And he could make a nice... So keep an eye out on Luke Hughes. I love that pick. And Stephen, now we're going to move on to our best, best segment presented by ProLine Plus, of course, as always. And... I'm looking at futures right now, and this is the time of the season where we have almost a full year sample size. I've talked about my Stanley Cup futures favorite picks, and I mentioned most recently the Boston Bruins and Dallas Stars. That's still likely going to be my predicted Stanley Cup final. But now we're at the point where you got to throw down one home run swing sleeper bet on a team that is peaking at just the right time on our low seed. And to me, that team is the Florida Panthers. We've seen them get really hot. Matthew Kachuk is carrying the team on his back. 
Alex Lyon, the Lion King, has found some magic in net. I really hope they stick with him in net, assuming they can get into the playoffs. And right now, you can get plus 3,100 odds on a Florida Panthers Stanley Cup pick. And we look at their roster this year compared to last year. Yes, they lost some components, but they still have a lot of talent on that team. Brandon Montour, huge breakout season. You still have a horse in Aaron Ekblad. Gustav Forsling, super underrated defenseman. You still have Alexander Barkov. This team is still kind of loaded. And they're getting good just when it matters. So to me, plus 3,100 is a really nice value on a team. Hey, you never know. There's always some team that surprises, it seems, every year. So maybe the Panthers are that team. And at that price, it's pretty fun to take a swing and try to find out. What do you think of that? Well, obviously, first, they still got to make the playoffs, but it's looking pretty good there. And, you know, I think the fact is just talking to some people in the last couple of days and they're just saying, like, you know, you got to ride Alex Lyon as long as you can. The way he's playing right now, he's giving that team momentum. He's giving that team hope. And, uh, you know, tough loss to the Leafs last night. But I think that it's just it's still the Florida Panthers that when when they're at full strength, they're still a dangerous team. It's still a lot of that same core from last year. And we've been talking about how Matt Kachuk's probably maybe the second best player in the NHL. And uh, as he can come alive and in the playoffs i would not want to have to play against him we know how he can get in the heads of opponents we saw that against them in Oilers, uh even though he didn't end up winning that series well we saw that this is a guy that can really take you off your game so uh, i would not want to bet against him right now uh, I, i'm not sure i would like you know at a long shot long shot cup bet that's definitely a good pick i don't think they're gonna win it but hey i like it all righty well this segment as always pro line Plus is not just another sportsbook being the only sportsbook that gives 100% of the profits back to Ontario. ProLine has been your local trusted sportsbook for over 30 years, now offering Ontario sports fans more ways to play in-store, online, or take the game on the go with the ProLine app with your favorite sports and events right at your fingertips. Download the ProLine app and bet in-app with ProLine Plus today or head over to ProLinePlus.ca to learn more. Okay, Stephen, let's move on now to a couple of listener questions that are relevant for fantasy playoff pools. Some of them have longer-term implications as well. Yeah, and I like those questions. I like when people send the ones that are kind of a long-term situation here. And uh, this one comes from Mick Bedard. David Bedard, I like it. How good will Matt Boldy be in the coming years? Is he going to be a star? Well, Matt Boldy is someone I've been backing for years now. I just think he, as I always say, he passed the test of just scoring goals, goals, goals at every level he's ever played at. And that included the AHL when he was one step away. He kind of made it look easy and he impressed as a rookie in half a season. And this year he's hit 30 goals as a sophomore and he really could have had more. He had a really unlucky first half. And I wrote about that at the time that he was due for a big explosion in the second half because he had just bad puck luck. All his shooting metrics, scoring chance generation were way up. He was an improved player and the pucks weren't going in. And all of a sudden they started going in like crazy in the second half. That's how he got to 30 goals. But given his pedigree, his natural goal scoring ability, I think we're going to see him get 40 next year. And I think his ceiling could be something like a peak Kyle Connor type of seasons. Maybe he flirts with 50 goals, gets about 90 points in the next maybe two seasons. I could see that being a peak for Matt Boldy. So I do think he's going to be a star, not necessarily a superstar, but I think he's going to be one of the best young goal scorers in the NHL for the next five, 10 years. 
See, when he was struggling to start his NCAA career, I know a lot of Wild fans were really concerned there and said, uh-oh, this isn't good. And it kind of got to the point where some fans were ready to accept that maybe he was going to just be a third-line player and a good one of that. And luckily for you guys, that has not been the case. He's been much better than that. And it's been fun to see because, you know, like that was a stacked U.S. development team that he was on. There was so much talent there. And it was a question of, you know, when those guys all separated, could they all handle the load separately? Could they all do well? Um, with their different teams without being uh, together. And clearly that has not been an issue. So uh, I like that. Uh, Scott Jens asks, is Alex line your game one starter for the Panthers? Maybe someone to target down the stretch. Yeah. So we're back on the Alex line discussion. And I, I really think that he should be, and if he's not the Florida Panthers are making a great mistake. So before the loss, on Monday, six zero and zero, so six wins in a row, nine fifty six save percentage, really helping the Panthers climb back into the race. And if you think about the idea of oh, well, you have to start your veteran for the playoffs. These are do or dies right now. Basically, what the Panthers have been playing in the last couple of weeks, those are playoff games. The level of pressure is the same as you be getting in a playoff series because the Panthers have not been able to afford losing. So, to me, that says Alex Lyon has proven himself in clutch situations already. And I don't think you have anything to lose, given that Sergei Bobrovsky has never been a good goalie in the playoffs. Among all active goalies with at least 50 playoff games, Bobrovsky has the lowest career save percentage in the playoffs, 901. Literally the worst playoff goalie alive or active, I should yeah. say, uh, that have, among the goalies that have played at least 50 career playoff games. So you're not losing anything. Bobrovsky could not have been worse so far in his playoff career. So you may as well go with the guy who's gotten there i really hope they do doesn't necessarily mean they will i really think it would just a be a slap in the face to line for hair but also just a, it'd be a big not to give him a shot at least one yeah and look looking at lion's stats because i was there to watch him play a couple games against the marlies where he had a shutout uh one night and then he allowed one goal the next night and won both those games but he actually hasn't lost consecutive games in regulation since December in the AHL. So this is a guy that's just been kind of on a roll um, altogether. And now, you know, this question's like, could this guy actually be a legitimate, like starting goalie at the NHL level? You know, he's peaking at 30 years old. I'm not convinced, but he's kind of riding this like late season wave where he's got absolutely nothing to lose. And I think that's a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. All right. Well, I guess uh, you want to do starting lineup. Oh, I I thought there was another question, Stephen. That's why I'm like, hey, no. where's the next question? No. But I forgot that was that, the last that's, one. That's it. No, that's that's the questions. Okay, yeah. That. It's a short and sweet episode, like we said, but that's kind of good. You want a nimble podcast you can just use to get ready for your playoff draft because it's going to be a crazy weekend. So we're going to end it off for the starting lineup. Stephen, I want you to name for me your favorite six playoff series that you've ever seen. All right, so uh, obviously I'm only going to make it to the ones that I've uh, seen as a fan, and 0304 was the first year that I kind of watched as a fan. So I'll start with the 04 Cup Final. And, you know, that was, I think, one that just – captivated me no matter what this is so cool like look at the, the atmosphere here look at the the jerseys i thought the jerseys were super cool there was no shortage of drama between calgary and, and tampa bay uh two fun teams of loads of talent great goaltending that really got me into wanting to play goalie just seeing how i like you know kippersoff what he was able to do happy bull and and uh you know for a long time it was just that that series nothing nothing was like that uh then the 2010 cup final 
momentum shifts galore, real hatred for each other that remains to this day. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, I should say 2011 Cup Final, my bad. 2011 being the Vancouver-Boston one. That one was just, you know, true hatred for those two teams. They Neither of them liked each other. There was all that drama. Uh, and it was just fun to see, you know, like obviously Vancouver going and destroying their city afterwards wasn't super cool, but uh, it was very cool to see um, just, you know, Canada getting really excited about a team being in the final again for the first time since 06 when the Oilers made it, which leads me to the 06 cup final uh, Carolina versus Edmonton. I had a aunt who was at every single one of those games and sent me a bunch of memorabilia from that series. And was just like, this is, the, it was so fun seeing the third string goalie and UC marketing going against Cam Ward, the, the rookie hotshot goalie, and just seeing how much fun that was. Uh, those were great. Uh, you know, 2010, Montreal versus the Capitals. That was another good series. I think it was just fun to see what Halak was able to do. And he became just that superstar goalie in that short span. And it was like, oh, this is the end of Carey Price in Montreal. Now, obviously, the Canadians did an okay job. They didn't have to worry about uh, trading Carey Price. Um, and he ended up becoming the goalie he was. But watching him going against the, the Capitals, I think it's just a series that Habs fans seem to just talk about more, even to this day, than anything that happened in 2021. Uh, part of it was just, you know, they went out there and beat Pittsburgh and they beat Washington. So that was a very tough one. Uh, the 2009 Cup Final, uh, a fitting rematch from the previous year when it was Pittsburgh and Detroit was again Pittsburgh and Detroit but that was the start of Sidney Crosby's true legacy at that point he hadn't won anything um, from championship perspective he goes out there wins the Stanley Cup Marc-Andre Fleury makes that awesome save on Nick Lidstrom in the dying seconds and that started uh, the legacy that to this day you know they're like this was probably the year their playoff run ends but uh, it, it was kind of what really helped show that these guys meant big things they were going to be very serious contenders and they became one of the best teams of the cap era and to them finish it off to go back to the 2010 playoffs that stanley cup final between the blackhawks and philadelphia flyers was just nutty you know two goalies that should not have been starting goalies going out there michael layton and uh and then chris pronger stealing pucks and things like that it was just like it was just a weird series but uh yeah i'd say those are the ones that i kind of remember the most and the ones i, I love the most all right, and and weird series twenty ten with maybe the weirdest ending to a Stanley Cup final too. Oh, yeah, the overtime winner, yeah, Patrick Kane. They didn't know if it was in. It was so anticlimactic. So, I, I like the pick. I think I always have a bias toward uh, the ninety three and ninety. Just I, maybe it was my age. I was like 10, 11, magical. But there were some amazing series in in that year, especially in ninety four, like the Rangers Canucks Cup final, and even the conference final, the Rangers Devils series was unbelievable with the Mark Messier guarantee game and going to game seven, the Matto goal. That might be my favorite single playoff series I've ever seen. Just amazing stuff. But I like those. And that is it for our playoff pool primer. Like I said, a short, sweet episode, but we're just trying to get you a little bit of info to help you during a hectic weekend when you're probably going to be doing your playoff draft. So thank you, Stephen. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Thank you to our sponsor, ProLine Plus. And just a heads up, after this episode, we're going to slow down our schedule. We're going to go to monthly for a little bit. So we'll be back in May with a special episode all about Keeper League players. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.